And okay, uh, I am Jeff Stone. I'm a seniors real estate specialist with Douglas Element in Manhasset and Port Washington. Uh, and what I do is I help folks to downsize, relocate, or even age in place. Uh, and professionals, as you see here, I have a whole host of uh, professionals I can refer to should the need arise on your end, whether it's tag sales, uh, clean outs, moving, uh, specialized type moving, and things like that, uh, relocation services. Uh, and I do do this. The show is called Downsize and Relocation for Boomers and Seniors. All right. So uh, every week is different. We had no law attorney on the last time. That was uh, Ann Margaret Carosa, a past assemblywoman, and uh, she's now a uh, legal counsel for Dr. Phil. And Good Morning America has been on there. And uh, she's also a friend of mine. She's handling my mother-in-law's estate as we speak. So uh, that being said, I want to welcome our guest speakers uh, today. That's Donna Farino of Quality Cleanouts. Hi, Donna. Hi. Okay. Uh, Kevin McGill, uh, Junk Luggers of Queens and Long Island. Hi, Kevin. Uh, and Gary Ferrero of Malloy Brothers Moving and Storage. Hi, everybody. Yeah, great. What I want to do is to uh, put up their information right now, just so that you can either get a screenshot. Uh, there we go. And uh, everything was, is going to be recorded, will be placed on my Facebook uh, page uh, at uh, Douglas Element, Jeff Stone. Uh, also on my uh, YouTube channel, Jeff Stone. Uh, this will also be on Facebook proper. Uh, it will be on Twitter. Wherever I can place it, it'll be on. And from here, it is going to my SoundCloud account. And then from there to the Douglas Element SoundCloud account. And this reaches on an international level. Uh, how do I know? Well, I received a follow from a man from Malaysia, somebody from Berlin, Germany, and somebody from Beverly Hills. So there we have it. Uh, it's been really uh, quite amazing. So uh, these are our speakers. And uh, uh, before I uh, uh, forget, what I want to do is to put up my little, my little thing here. Oops. The Hounds of Baskerville. All right. That's my, uh, my stuff right there. Uh, so again, all this will be at the end of the show as well. So this way you can see everything, uh, take a, a screenshot, a photo from your phone, uh, and go from there. All right. So, uh, that being said, what I want to, uh, explain what we're doing tonight is once we've made the decision to downsize and move or, uh, uh, what do we do with our stuff? All right. Uh, how do we get it from one place to the next place and things like that. So uh, the last show we had uh, speakers on like Adam Zimmerman with Style Lee Antiques, Patty Bloom of Diamond Tag Sales, uh, and uh, they offer tag sale services. So that's a way of dealing with some of our stuff. Uh, if it's uh, saleable, um, what if it's not saleable? What if it's, you could be donated to charity or, or just, uh, 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 cleaned out and disposed of or moved uh, as in a moving service. All right. So, you know, hanging on to our stuff is you know, kind of important. You know, we've lived it with it for 20 plus years and kind of fond of these things. Uh, so what I want to do is to introduce Donna Farino first off, Kevin's uh, uh, and uh, 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 Gary, ladies first. So Donna Farino <laughs> of Quality Cleanouts, that was a family business. And now you're the the, uh, the owner proprietor, well, if I'm not mistaken, correct? That, yep. I created that business after a, a need of my own, having to downsize my mom after 40 something years in an apartment and realized that there was nobody to help me. So, you know, it, that's was, a, it was quite a feat. Uh, and after reason, I was done. Yeah, that's the same reason how I got involved, was because of my mom, too. So I can identify with that. So I'll let you explain your business and what it is you do do. And I have a couple of questions I think I'd like to ask you. Sure. Thank you, Jeff. Hi everyone, uh, I'm Donna Farino and my business is Quality Cleanouts. I help people to downsize and declutter, organize and reorganize, pack up for a move, unpack after a move, and empty it out their residence when life takes a turn. Uh, as Jeff mentioned, I'm especially sweet on helping seniors 
there are so many elder orphans out there who just don't have any family left or living nearby to help them. And oftentimes it's such an overwhelming task to move or to have to move. Um, I try to lessen the stress for them. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, I do have a, uh, question, uh, for you, uh, Donna. And what about people who cannot be on site or move because they've already left their homes, but have now decided to sell uh, their homes or, or their rental leases are up? Well, that's a great question, Jeff. Uh, and that's happening more and more frequently. Just this past month, I helped a gentleman in the United Kingdom whose lease was up in Manhattan and he had to physically get everything out. But obviously he wasn't coming back to Manhattan right at this time. So we did it through email, FaceTime, and we were able to identify the things that he wanted to keep, the things that he didn't want to keep. And it went very, very well. Um, since then, I've connected with three or four other people out of state whose family members are in the same predicament. So this is a new leg of my business, doing it that way. And it's so far going very well. Uh -huh. Okay. And what are some of the first things people should do when considering a move? Besides call you, right? Uh, I was see. just about to say, <laughs> call me first, and then I'll call someone such as Donna. There's so much planning that goes involved uh, that's involved in this. And I tell people to be realistic with their space planning needs and their time leads, uh, needs. I always bring a calendar with me to a consult because I want to work within their timeline and make sure that people leave enough time for hiccups that invariably come during the whole process. Uh -huh. I know one thing is important. Uh, when I work with uh, older clients, I always invite their adult children. Okay. Of course. Uh, do you get family and friends involved as you declutter, donate, um, and reorganize things? That's my first rule of business, Jeff. I will not accept an assignment unless the family or f close friends are involved and have been through the home with the person because you never want to be accused of donating something or throwing something away that somebody in the family wanted. Unfortunately, a lot of the times this elder seniors will say, my kids are too busy or they don't want anything. But we pretty much do an inventory of the house to make sure that we don't throw out Johnny's trophies from eighth grade or the yearbooks or the wedding dress that may be under the bed. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, so what can quality cleanouts do to help people to help themselves before a move? I think the biggest thing we can do, Jeff, is lend an ear, yeah. uh, try to speak to them about the transition that's coming. A lot of them are not happy about it. Probably the last three jobs I've had, the people did not want to move, but they were, they were, it was needed for them to move and they recognized it. So I think the first right. thing you have to have is empathy. And the yes. second thing you have to have is patience. And the most important thing for me is actually loving what you do because that comes through. If they feel like they're just being talked to nonchalantly right. or not listened to, it can make all the difference. Now, things have changed, especially during COVID-19. Uh, and I mean, I know this through a realtor for sure, but now social distancing has lessened and also oftentimes it's prohibited uh, family and friends to, to come to mom or dad's house and lend a hand uh, because also because of the geographical distance or, or the health concerns. Uh, so how can you help out there? Well, I, I call myself a bridge between the, these family members who can't get there geographically, like you said. I have a woman I'm working with in Minnesota who's moving her mom to Minnesota, 96 year old, and she thought she was coming up on a plane next week and she realizes she can't do that. So she's putting the mom on the, night, the plane by herself um, and we're going to prep her and make sure she has everything ready to go. I may even be taking her to the airport. I'm not sure yet. But a lot of people are just stuck and they don't know that we're here to give service, uh, services they may not have thought were possible. Right. Now, I've, I've shown homes virtually and every which way. Okay. I would imagine that's part of your service as well. Uh, especially when, when they can't be there. Uh, so you have to connect with them somehow. So, I do. And, and a lot of times people say, may I send you a picture of my messy room or my basement or whatever? And Kevin will tell you, I sent him pictures nonstop. <laughs> yep. uh, 
you know, and to the movers too, to try to get a feel for what is involved in the move and so that they can get a pretty accurate estimate. So uh, uh-huh. Zoom and FaceTime have become good friends of mine. Right. Uh, now, uh, a couple of last questions for you right now, uh, Donna, and as people try to do things on their own, we're all Every very independent, <laughs> you know, whether it's selling your home on your own or uh, cleaning out themselves, you know, God bless them. All right. Uh, but what are the biggest misconceptions that people have when planning a move? Is it well, that that's can, just yeah. it, that they can do it on their own. Like you said, how many people want to sell their home on their own? A lot of times I'll meet people and they say, you know, I'm going to take care of it. I'll do it myself. And I wish them well. And a lot of those same times, those people are calling me back three or four days before they're supposed to be out of their house yeah. in a panic because they haven't been able to sell that dining room set or they haven't been able to get rid of all the uh, Legos down the basement. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the times I do hear from clients, uh, well, can you sell my uh, uh, dining room furniture or, uh, I said, yeah, well, I can, I can ask, you know, but again, uh, someone such as yourself uh, uh, can definitely help right there, you know, because you, you know, all the, uh, uh, the outlets to. I do. And I'm much more involved in donations. Uh, Uh I do defer to Patty Bloom of Diamond Tag Sales and Adam Zimmerman. If, if I think there's enough for either of those professionals to be called in, but I'm strictly donations. And what's happening now is the donations, closed for some time, opened up briefly, and now they've closed a lot of them again until the beginning, middle of September. So people are stuck uh, wanting to donate. I had a customer yesterday who called St. Vincent's. They said they would take everything. They took half of everything. And so then they had to call junk luggers, which isn't a bad thing. But (laughs) had they planned a little better, they would have relieved themselves of a lot of stress. Yeah. Now, um, that's a nice segue, by the way, Donna. Oh, uh, thank you. <laughs> all right. Yes, we're going to go to you, uh, Mr. McGill. <laughs> all right. Kevin, uh, welcome to the show. Again, uh, Kevin is of uh, Director of Operations, Junk Luggers of Queens and Long Island. I have Island. to clap for them. Okay. <laughs> you know, before I go further, Kevin, I just want to let you know that uh, uh, we use junk luggers from my mother-in-law's uh, estate in Auburndale, and you guys did a professional job. And... Uh, they also did a service for me, all right? I had three pieces of furniture uh, to go out and how they got it through that doorway, I'm still trying to figure out. You know, it was a little <laughs> gymnastic jutsu or whatever it was. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. for but, sure. Uh, what is it about uh, junk luggers that is so appealing to folks? Um, I think it has to do with, you know, what we do with people's junk or people's stuff. Um, we realize there's a, you know, a big attachment, whether it's, you know, um, your grandfather's old China cabinet, or like Donna said, Johnny's old trophies or those yearbooks. Um, we realize that it's not just junk, it's, it's part of somebody's life. Um, and, you know, we respect it in the fact of what we do with it and hoping to give it another life um, and not just simply throwing it out at the dump. Um, I think that's the biggest appeal, but I think there's a lot more to us than simply, you know, our eco-friendly, um, you know, sort of structure. Yeah, what made me feel good, I, I saw it from a uh, personal end, and that uh, whether it was myself or my uh, uh, my in-laws, they were very happy to know that some of the, their mom's items would be uh, given in a, a charitable uh, cause, and uh, that made them feel a lot better. You know, they sold what they could, a tag sale, you know, like everybody likes to do a, a driveway backyard tag sale. Uh, and it can be a daunting thing to do that, by the way. I've done those myself. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, but guys like you, you separate, you know, the, the good stuff, charitable, to items to be uh, uh, thrown out. And uh, I just found that very appealing. And you get a tax uh, 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 statement, a uh, letter from you yep. guys. We'll see. Yep. For anything that uh, we can donate on our, our customers' behalf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I mentioned a little bit of it, you know, why not just do this myself? I mean, why not I just call up some organization or, uh, you know. Yeah. I mean, like you and Don were saying, you can do anything yourself. Yes. Are you going to do it correctly? <laughs> you know, are you going to do it without any problems? 
perhaps, but you know, I, I think probably not. <laughs> yeah. When you hire somebody, you know, like ourselves who are professionals and are doing this day in, day out, um, we're going to mitigate, you know, that frustration, save you time, um, you know, and prevent perhaps any, you know, major problems in whether it's the closing, uh, or getting out of the lease on time. Um, cause you weren't able to figure out how to, uh, move that China cabinet out of the basement, you know, or get that right. 500 pound piano out of the living room, uh, without of course, damaging the floor, damaging any of the, you know, the, uh, outdoor areas. Um, so you, know, you, you can do it yourself. Um, but we, we know how to do it. We do it day in, day out. Um, and we do it the right way. Um, so yeah, yeah. I know, uh, during one job I had, uh, this one uh, home seller, uh, it was uh, an active adult uh, community, uh, and uh, there was this big, uh, I don't know what you would call it, a, a cabinet, wool uh, cabinet, uh, whatever you uh, guys, Yeah. <laughs> In any case, no one wanted to buy it because they had a tag sale, all right, okay. o online, which is, I can understand it, especially now in COVID, all right, but no one wanted this. And yep. uh, this stereo. So the thing is, is that if I knew somebody like you, pick it up, no sweat, no hassle. Yep. Is you know a tax receipt. How easy is that? Yeah, you know, and you you can go the that route in terms of trying to sell it and all that, um, or perhaps hiring somebody to sell it. Yeah. But um, or you can go the route of you know simply hiring somebody like us yeah. and avoiding those you know those those primary steps. Um, so instead of other removal companies that they would call you because you know you do what you do is that it yeah certainly yeah uh now everybody you know always will ask me or others uh commissions prices you know what do you charge uh so mm -hmm. you know that's very important to folks you know yeah. especially this is the the biggest sale uh, going into retirement perhaps and they need every dollar no uh, understandably um yeah, so we work you know, a little bit of how we work to lead up to how we price. So we work in two-hour windows, so you'll schedule an appointment. We have a guarantee that we'll be in that arrival in that two-hour window. Um, right. Make sure we you know, give a call on the way there so you, we're not just showing up and ringing on the doorbell. Um, and then you know, that's where the process starts when we get on site. We'll conduct a uh, no-obligation estimate, um, and that estimate is based on volume. So how right. much room the items you, that you want removed take up in our truck. We have 15 cubic yard dump trucks, bright, bright green, all the same trucks, industry standard, you can't miss them. Um, so we'll do that walkthrough. We'll assess the volume of, you know, that you want removed. We do have certain items that are subject to surcharge um, that require additional labor or disposal process. Right. Um, and those are all identified in that no obligation estimate. Um, so if, if that estimate is accepted on the spot and there was the intention to do work that day, we get right to work. Um, and once everything's done, uh, if it ends up being less than what we estimated, it comes down uh, to proportionally what it is. If, if we underestimated it, that's on us. Um, so we have price assurance from that initial estimate that here's the max price and that's what it's going to be unless it comes down. So yeah volume is is really how we do it no i see uh it's a, a really good service i mean i'm i'm i've been very happy with junk loggers for sure and uh, uh done a good job by me and one as a matter of fact i put up a photo with the the uh, uh the gentleman uh, by yep. the truck and uh yeah, I I saw that. Thank I, you. it's not like it went viral but i'm sure you saw it because i hashtagged you guys so but some of my friends in the area said, oh, great. And all of a sudden, I'm seeing a lot of junk lugger trucks around now. I don't know if there's a, you know, connection here, but, uh, you know, but that's, it's a really good service, you know, and uh, I appreciate everything you've done. Um, but now you're kind of like, almost like the middleman. All right. Donna's like, you know, she's passing the football off, decluttering, organizing, cleaning yep. out, calling up Kevin junk luggers. Okay. And then what you might be doing, Kevin, is saying, Okay, Gary, you're on. You know, we need now to take the rest of the stuff, if there is, yep. and to move it, uh, you know, to where it's going. So mm -hmm. I'm going to introduce at this point uh, Gary Ferrero, 
Uh, and uh, he's a consultant with Molloy Brothers Moving and Storage. Uh, welcome to the show, Gary. Very much, Jeff. Uh, and what I can say is, is that, uh, Gary, you're the ultimate professional. Uh, you're really personable. You know your stuff. You're passionate about what you do. Uh, and I have to say, you were formerly with junk loggers, and it was almost like you were a fish out of water. And you went back to the moving business, which is where, I guess, maybe you, I wouldn't say you belong, but where maybe your skills are better at, you know. And uh, uh, so knowing that, you know, tell us a little something about uh, Malloy Brothers. Okay. Well, uh, you know, I want to believe that um, you are dealing with the moving consultant. The company behind you certainly has to have uh, all of the proper pieces in place. Uh, but what I think I do vis-a-vis uh, -vis Malloy Brothers is I help people plan and navigate through the moving process, which is touted to be the second most stressful thing in one's life behind the death of a loved one. Now it's questionable, I've never been through a divorce, fortunately married 39 years, uh, but it's touted that moving and, and a nasty divorce could be on the same plane. So uh, that's a subject of, of uh, debate. But um, so, you know, moving is, is, is a puzzle and um, a lot of people don't know what the pieces of the puzzle are or they're fragmented. They have a, a jigsaw puzzle with half inch pieces. I try to make the pieces of the puzzle larger and break down each piece so that they can um, plan and get through the process. And it's interesting how this all works because we are a, a trilogy here, uh, Donna, Kevin, uh, and, and the services we perform because um, oftentimes uh, for each of us, the process begins with us. And we need to, have, we need to be like uh, an octopus and have tentacles that have all of the service professionals lined up so that when we're queried about you know, what to do about this or what to do about that, we have those resources available to assist that client to get through the, through the entire process seamlessly. So um, no two experiences are the same for us. That's, that's a, I'm, I'm pretty sure, a, a fact for all of us. Um, and we all can come in at, you know, at, at various stages. Um, Malloy Brothers itself has been in this business since 1941, uh, 1946 rather. Um, they have a very, very high rating. I'm very happy to be, to be a part of, uh, of their organization. Uh-huh. Uh, well, why use a uh, professional full service mover as opposed to say a uh, uh, containerized system like pods? Yeah, so uh, there, there are a myriad of responses to that. Um, so first of all, the labor, like the junk workers, uh, the labor is included in the cost of a professional move. So people don't have to worry about labor showing up. What is that labor going to cost? It's all, all inclusive. And beyond that, while we don't have the fiduciary responsibility of caring for someone's largest asset, usually their, the sale of their home, we handle the second largest asset, which is their material possession. So with that said, pods are like saunas. Uh, they, they receive high heat through these transparent roofs all day long, and then it gets cool at night. So there's condensation that forms in there um, that can damage furniture joints and, and cause mold and mildew to, to build up on various surfaces. Um, the other thing is, is that the things are usually not secured very well in a pod because it's a DIY service where a professional mover is going to secure all of those items in that truck so they're not rocking around and rolling around and, and getting damaged because we're responsible for, for damage. Um, uh -huh. Additionally, um, you know, a container can be an eyesore or an inconvenience to have on, on your property. And then um, they're, they're not an air ride suspension. So if you do go with one of those, your stuff is literally being bounced around like it's in a van. Uh, it, air, all of our trucks have air ride suspension uh, to cushion uh, the road surfaces to make sure that everything gets to its destination the way it was put on the truck. Okay. Now, when I see Malloy Brothers and Moving, I'm thinking local, but are you part of a larger van line uh, network? That uh, Why is that important? Absolutely. We're a part of the Mayflower Network. Um, Unigroup companies are uh, two. We're, we're one of those. We're the, the largest uh, brotherhood of moving companies in the world. I'm very proud of that. 
We have resources that extend to every corner of the country and to Europe. So um, we, we depend on each other for services. So uh, I, for instance, have had people that I've moved. I just had one today. Moved a gentleman to Virginia about two years ago. He wants to go to Myrtle Beach. I can elicit the assistance of my, I can manage his move, elicit the, the assistance of my uh, Washington DC brother, and they can perform the, the services and deliver that customer to, to Myrtle Beach. Um, uh, you know, in addition to the logistical uh, benefits and the day-to-day, -day, you have the support of a high net worth organization with executives and attorneys that's you know, established for over 100 years. So um, everything that we have designed, our quoting system, our insurance, everything is as good as it can possibly be uh, in, in this industry. And, and we're all agents, we're not brokers. And people don't realize today with online being uh, at our fingertips and Lord knows we've accelerated uh, online usage probably by two decades. So people go online, online rather, and they have uh, bad experiences because when somebody brokers your project, they take a deposit, they keep that deposit, and they literally put your job out to bid. And then it's a free-for-all. So we, I've heard the stories where the job went through three or four channels by the time it got delivered. With us, you get loaded by the same driver that delivers you. So if you're going from here to Myrtle Beach or here to Florida, you see the driver at your house in uh, Port Washington, and you see the same driver at your home uh, at your destination. So it, it's one point of contact. You have a, an internal move coordinator that uh, holds your hand. I stay with the process from beginning to end. I'm not the, the used car sales guy who sells you the car and then you can't find me in the aftermath. So all of these things add up to a, uh, a van line system. It's not just hiring like Mayflower Malloy. You're, you're hiring a team, all right? And you're hiring people that, that give a darn. You know, and, and that's what I really care. It's not just a number. Uh, it's not just another company. Uh, why refer a moving company? I've heard realtors say, oh, I'll just get a moving company. You know, that's terrible. You know, if I'm going to refer somebody, I'm going to stand behind that referral saying, this person is good or great or whatever it is, and I'll meet them over at your house so we can sit down together and, and talk over uh, their services while I'm there because, you know, again, sometimes Folks don't like strangers coming in, but they've already met me and they trust me and I'll bring somebody in uh, uh, to work with them. Uh, so pricing, again, very important, very important, Gary. Um, how do you price your jobs, both local and long distance? Yeah, so um, we provide binding estimates. We, I can provide a binding estimate on a local job. Smaller local jobs, we typically do hourly. Uh, but a long distance move is always binding. It's mandated by the van line. We cannot put a customer on weight-based paper where that price can change. So I come in, uh, I'm very pleased to say that most people want an in-home estimate, even though we do offer virtual estimates that are recorded and we can go back and look and see uh, what we've done with the customer to make sure that we have accuracy. Uh, but most people want an in-home estimate. Um, I am going in, I'm masked, I'm asking that, that they be masked as well. Um, but the binding estimate is, is crucial. And I wouldn't let anyone I, I am associated with or love uh, get anything but that. So it's based on the survey of the items shown. Um, we have to protect ourselves in that regard. So the customer can't be ordering new furniture from uh, Raymore and Flanagan and it shows up you know, two days before the move and we've got to load that on the truck. Drivers get paid based on what they put on their truck and, uh, and what they haul. So we have to protect ourselves, but we give uh, binding estimates. We can't lowball, we can't play with weights because ultimately I'm responsible. My pocketbook is responsible. Yep. So if I'm not astute in someone's home and I'm missing half the furniture and I'm giving them a price for 5,000 pounds, the driver shows up and it's 10,000, we have a problem, right. I'm on the hook. Yeah, now something you just brought up, uh, this was from personal experience from my mom when she was moving from one house to the other, uh, and it was just locally, uh, took all her items in the house and then almost held them hostage because they undervalued or, uh, you know, 
said it's worth something and then it's not now it's worth this amount and you have to pay us this in order to have your furniture yeah now i located where they were where their warehouse was and i was i was i was told uh uh very very nicely not to go down there chef you know don't 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 act out uh, and i was really annoyed i mean my god how can somebody do that so if i refer somebody or a moving company you know you just do the best job you can because treat it as if it was your own mom, your own family, and you can't go wrong. You know, honesty is the best policy. I, I truly believe that, you know? So uh, one last question for you, Gary, and uh, what differentiates you from other companies in your industry? Well, there are a lot of things, but what I want to start is with um, what should make us the same. But this is the biggest differentiator, what, what should make us all the same, because if, if we're all transparent and all doing the right thing, we would uphold uh, the tariff. So here's a, a throwback to your last American history class. Uh, the word tariff, you probably haven't heard that in a long time, but every moving company for the states that they operate in have to submit a tariff. That's the published rates of what they charge. So when I go into a home and a customer says to me, Gary, you're a thousand dollars more than the other two quotes I got. The first question is, who are they? And then of course, you know, you, you shake your head and you know they're not van line movers. Um, what they do is they, they cheat. They, they lowball the estimates based on weight. They're upholding their tariff prices. Um, and I equate this to Toyota and Nissan. So if Toyota builds the Forerunner uh, and Nissan builds the Pathfinder, they're on the same vertical in, in each of their respective lineups. Those, those vehicles are priced within a couple hundred dollars of one another. So when you work with a professional mover, all of your quotes uh, should be within a couple of hundred dollars if all the services are quoted transparently and equally as they should be. So that's what we face uh, you know, they say it's lonely at the top. So when you're on the top of the pile, everybody's trying to chop your ankles out. They're all trying to figure out ways to undercut you. And Lord knows they have their ways. They, if a customer wants the job packed, they'll short sell the packing by yep. 20%. And then on move day, the driver shows up and he says, Mrs. Jones, I'm sorry, but you know, your salesman's, a, a, you know, wasn't conscientious. He only quoted you three quarters of the packing. It's going to be another thousand dollars. So you know, at the end of the day, if I can do an apples to apples comparison, and this is what I offer my customers, and it doesn't matter to me how long it takes, if they've got four quotes, I will take copies of those quotes and I'll invest the hour or two hours to go line item by line item and make it apples to apples. Because a lot of times uh, insurance is shortchanged. They're told they have insurance. Meanwhile, they have the default insurance of 60 cents a pound. They don't have full value protection with a zero deductible which is what I must quote. I am not permitted to quote anything less than that. My system wouldn't even allow me to do it. So uh, that, that's probably the, the biggie that yep. separates us is that we adhere to the tariff. Um, we're diligent about all of the services that a customer needs and we're quoting them very transparently. In fact, in my particular case, when I send an estimate, I will break down all of the charges because a binding estimate loads everything up into one price. I will break out the services because as a consumer, I want to know what I'm paying for. Right. Right. I buy a bundle. Uh, I don't want one price lumped together. Um, so I do that for, for my clients. So um, the other thing I, I would say that differentiates us is the storage uh, ability to haul things back to our own building and keep it in a controlled environment. Um, it's not a public storage. It's not off-premises storage. It's, it's held in our building. So we have control over it. On a long-distance move, we have a program that covers that storage for six months. It's all rolled into one price right. for the move. So it's nice and tidy. People, again, it's, it's just another, it's one less thing for the customer to, um, to worry about. Okay. Uh, great. Uh now, this is a toss-up between Kevin and Gary. Uh, this question is from Carol. How and where to dispose of business equipment and inventory during a pandemic when normal venues are closed and have the minimal ability to accept stuff? Interesting, right, Kevin? Based on yeah. what, we, what we've been going through, yeah. 
Well, one thing I would ask is like a little bit more details in terms of what type of equipment is it stuff that needs to be destroyed? Is it stuff that somebody would hope would be reused? Um, because in terms of recycling and, and, you know, properly destroying perhaps sensitive items that that can be certainly done um, in terms of reuse and donation. I think the whole economy and sort of how we go about work in a, in a traditional sense of what we know has changed. So the demand for say cubicles or office desks right. um, has totally changed. And, you know, that's something to be honest that we're still figuring out. Um, Perhaps the uh, uh, person can contact you when I put up everybody's yeah, uh, no, contact information towards the end again. Yeah. Uh, this way they can ask you because, uh, yeah. you know, my father's been in, uh, was in business for a long time, different types of equipment and inventory. I don't know how he got rid of it all, to be honest. I mean, it's like, you just think somebody comes by and picks it up. Well, who, you know? And yeah. so, I would say that, you know, in terms of liquidation, like say you have merchandise, that's not something we do. Um, uh -huh. I think there's, you know, dedicated liquidators, um, you know, in terms of if you have excess inventory, um, but in terms of perhaps other business assets, you know, we can certainly remove and, and dispose of those. Yeah. I mean, a realistic response really is that the furniture industry, their whole MO was to give a discounted price to remove items from an office and then sell off all the bits and pieces they could. So in a booming economy where, uh, you know, new offices are going up all over the place, that's not a challenge. But in this economy, sadly, I, I think a very realistic answer is a lot of this metal is going to get scrapped, sadly, because there's no six foot tall partitions are not acceptable anymore in today's society. So what do you do with those? So there's additional monies that need to be put into those for plexiglass, um, you know, barriers that go up yes. on them. Uh, and, and that cost is, is just, there's, there's no, um, uh, benefit to to doing that. So I think sadly, a lot of old office equipment these days is 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 going to get scrapped. Yeah, I would, I would add one more thing is, and I don't have the answer here, but perhaps there could be, you know, some engineer, some creative repurpose of say cubicles to uh, fit the the future needs of an office space. Um, but that that's just a, a you know a, a quick brainstorm um, in terms uh -huh. of you know, going forward. Okay. Part of, part of the sad reality is that uh, with more and more people, uh, with everybody working from home, there's going to be less people going back into the workspace. So there are numbers, there are all kinds of percentages all over the place. But I think we have to assume that approximately 50% of the people who were relegated to work working from home uh, will probably remain working from home. So the need for office space, as you know, Jeff, is converting now back to industrial space, where we had that whole movement in the 90s, right? 80s and 90s from industrial to office. Now we're seeing the, the reverse of that. Yeah, uh, it's, it's really amazing uh, what, uh, what's happening nowadays. And the second part of that uh, two-part question was, you know, who's buying antiques nowadays? And I mentioned... Uh, before, with, with Donna's help, uh, Patty Bloom of Diamond Tag Sales, but with antiques, uh, Adam Zimmerman of Sly Lee Antiques uh, could be the go-to person, to, especially if it's something of value. And, uh, you know, again, talk to an expert because you don't want to lose a dollar on something selling yourself because you looked it up, the potential worth. It's better to go an expert. People who see this or, or know about this day in and day out, you know, and hiring folks as yourselves and past guests that we've had on the show. Uh, yeah, everybody needs to earn a living. You do price accordingly, fairly. But again, uh, what price tag do you put on, you know, maintaining your sanity? You know, I mean, there's a lot of stress involved with the move. And, you know, it's, it's a lot of anxiety, you know, and uh, it can get nasty at times, you know, especially with family members. So you bring in somebody that can help out the situation. Why wouldn't you at least talk with them uh, and uh, uh, possibly hire them? You know, but again, like Donna, like others here, I'm sure. Uh, you know, 
what's happened to our own families in the past. That's why we're doing what we're doing. And uh, everyone here, I don't know uh, Kevin yet, but we will, you know. Uh, Don, I'm getting to know more and more. We're, we're in the same hood, you know. And, uh, you know, we like, we're going to be working together. We have worked together. But again, referring people that care, that are experienced, that don't pass you off to somebody else, that actually walks it through with you instead of like, here you go, and I'll see you around. Because, you know, especially with tag sales, I've seen agents set up a tag sale professional or professional, if you will. Um, and, uh, and I say, well, when I go to the house, I go, well, who's helping you? Well, my agent sent me this person. And I say, well, where are they? Says, well, you know, they're, they're doing real estate. I'm going, well, don't they check in to see how things are going? I mean, that's what I do. I'm not saying they have to do that, but it's the personal connection, the commitment to, to, uh, uh, to your client. Cause I think that's very important, you know? So, um, in any case, does anybody uh, from the audience here, uh, if you have anything to ask a question of these professionals, feel free to put it into chat. Uh, if not, we'll just keep it going. If somebody has something to add, whether Donna, Kevin, or, or Gary, uh, you know, feel I'd free like to, to say something, Jeff. Um, uh, you know, Kevin is the youngster amongst us, but Kevin um, is probably the most mature young person I know. And I say that sincerely. Um, Kevin feels someone else's pain and senses uh, what what's going on. I, I think for the for the remaining three of us, um, at a different point in our lives, we've all gone through something in our in our life um, that has made us committed to what we do. I know for me, um, I'll give you just a quick story. I have a I have a hip replacement. So not until I got my hip replacement did I understand what a disabled person is going through. And I have a totally different level of compassion. When it comes to moving, I've been through all the trials and tribulations with parents who are now gone. I've needed the resources of organizers. I've needed the resources of junk loggers, of moving professionals. And it's invaluable. The, the resources that we offer are invaluable. And I think sometimes you don't know it until you get there. And you wish that the public, as Donna said before, you, you, know, you can't come within three weeks of, of, of moving and, and you have 90,000 Legos to pack. You, know, you, have, <laughs> you have to plan ahead. So I think going through these experiences makes us cognizant of that. Um, so you know, I, I have a whole different outlook on people who are in need of our services because I actually now can feel what they're their going pain. Through, mm -hmm. feel their pain. And I think that's very important as you go through the process. Donna alluded to patience and compassion. And these are industries where those two virtues are tantamount to your success and the success of that project. Right. Okay. A question just came in from Carol. Um, and this is more towards you, Donna. Um, how do you handle sales when the apartment building does not allow tag sales? Well, unfortunately, a lot of places prohibit any large gatherings like a tag sale. So when that happens, a few things can occur. Sometimes a family member who does have a house or a backyard or a garage big enough, and I've seen this happen only a handful of times, will take the things from their loved ones or their friends to have a tag sale for them. Other times, uh, we have somebody like Adam again or somebody like Patty who will do a virtual tag sale. So they don't have to have people parading through their apartment. They can do it all online. And then they arrange for a pickup somehow with the item? Yes. Yep. They have it all mapped out. They mark it, label it, and they take care of that. You know, they ship it if they have to. You know, this, you know, Correct. COVID, you know, as nasty as it is and, you know, and, and will be for a little while anyway, it's brought together uh, more services that, that deal with, uh, uh, say, you know, the privacy of, of somebody's own estate, uh, uh, the, the building, not to have a lot of uh, people traipsing in and out. And, mm -hmm. you know, this has done a lot. It's virtually, you know, as we're doing here on Zoom. And by the way, this Zoom podcast, this is going to be seen internationally. I can guarantee you that. All right. 
And the thing is, is the more people know about folks like you and about what can be done, it's like with, with uh, 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 apartments, say, in a city. You know, that's, that's a big deal. Uh, another one came in just now. Uh, it's funny here. We're talking about a loft. Uh, does anyone have experience with, with calling or relocating an air loft in Manhattan? What, can you an air loft? Yeah, can you can you repeat that again? What? Does anyone have experience with culling or relocating an air loft in Manhattan? Uh, Diane, I'm not sure if I understand what that means. An air, an air loft. Uh, well, okay. Uh, when 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 Diane is going to clarify for me, I'll go on to Helen here. Uh, how is damage to uh, uh, paint jobs, walls reimbursed. Uh, I, I would imagine you're all licensed and insured because- Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. so, so if anybody, uh, if there's any damage, you know, you're on the hook, you know, it's as simple as that. We're all licensed and insured. And I only bring licensed and insured contractors on board. We're, we're all liable for the repair, yes. Yeah. Uh, okay, now Diane got back to us. Ooh. It's not air, artist and residence. How, with uh, how how does experience with relocating uh, an artist in residence? If that's what I'm reading here. So uh, is she perhaps speaking about moving and wrapping paintings or sculptures or things that the artist is working on? I would imagine artwork or an artist in residence. How do you uh, uh, experience with, I guess. Uh, Relocating artwork, if, if that might be it, I'm not quite sure, Diane. If that's it, if that. you if you want to uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, <laughs> unmute yourself, uh, Diane, uh, be my guest. Uh, you know that's something that you may want to do, because uh, uh, still it's a little tough. It's a little fuzzy. It's a yeah, little. I mean, you know, a, a general. Oh, Diane just un unmuted herself. Okay. Hi, uh, Diane. My husband was an artist um, who worked for 60 years or more. And I still have some of his work left, but I am going to be 78. And I'm looking to sell what I have here which includes not only his work, but a collection of other people's artwork that, um, that we collected over 45 years of marriage. That's beautiful. We have also a, uh, a 2,000 square foot loft in Soho. And, um, I, you know, I, I am, just trying to figure out what to do. If <laughs> you contact a gallery, would anybody be involved in from in the art in the gallery world and in, in, in assisting you and possibly selling some of those those pieces on consignment? Um, no, my husband passed away eight years ago, and um, I've tried a number of things like having salons here and doing all kinds of uh, you know uh, other other types of activities and um, appointments and selling online and so on and none of them have, have really been satisfactory from the point of view of getting my inventory of stuff down to a manageable level. Obviously, if I am going to go into a retirement community, I can't take all this stuff with me. Correct. On the other hand, I don't want to just put it out on the street or, um, I, I mean, I, I really am, I'm a totally at a loss. So <laughs> I need help. If you send me your email or your phone number, I'm happy to connect you. I have three people in mind already as you're speaking. So just shoot me an email, Donna Farino at Gmail, or give me a phone call, and I'm, I'm happy to speak with you. Donna, F-E-R-R-I-N. F-U, -R -R -I -N. I'm not cursing, F-U-R-I-N-O. 
at gmail. F-U-R-I-N-O at gmail. Mm-hmm. I will put everybody's contact information on uh, afterwards, Diane. So uh, don't leave until I do that. So this way you can write down uh, everything. Okay. So right. I, you know, I actually have been in touch with another person who was on this call before, Barbara Feldman, who mm-hmm. was another presenter. Yes. Uh, and so she's familiar with. Uh, at least some of the stuff that's here. But in any case, um, I, I'm happy to explore anything at this point. And I'm not sure when I'm going to be moving, but I do know that I need to move with a lot less stuff than I have. Right. And I have been, uh, how can I say it? I've been very uh, frustrated since this COVID thing came in because I had been donating a lot of stuff to um, Housing Works and other places and everything's closed. <laughs> so, mm. I, I, you know, I've got all these bags of stuff ready to go, but I- There are places, Diane, who are accepting donations and I'm happy to share with you those places too. I'm, I'm having pickups across Long Island from various places. The main important okay, thing Okay, well, here, I'm in Lower Manhattan, so, you know. The important thing is, Diane, you're not alone on this. Uh, nope. And, uh, you know, there are professionals, uh, whether here uh, or that you've already spoken to, that know how to handle the situation. Uh, you know, again, we all come with experience. We've gone through uh, this ourselves, but we've seen it professionally, and we know how to handle these things. So. All right. Well, I'm exploring every option. That's a good thing. As you planning, should. As planning, you should. Is, planning is key. That's the number one thing you can do before you decide when it's time to move is to plan. And it's All right. very well, you know, I'm, I'm going to be 78 in November, and I hope to have this transition completed before I'm 80. Okay. I'm sure I, that I will happen. I think you will. <laughs> and let me be the first to wish you a happy birthday. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a little bit. I know, but you know, you gotta. You get, advance. Okay. We have to celebrate. Yeah. I have every to make day. it to November. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, if no one else has anything to say, uh, stay on, please, because what I'm going to do is I'm going to put everybody's uh, uh, thingamajig on there, uh, and uh, there we go, right there. How's that? Everybody can see this now. Yes. Yes. Okay. Good. Good. So this good, this is good. All right, so again, if you wanna take your camera out and take a photo, uh, if you wanted to go onto uh, my Facebook page, uh, uh, Douglas Elliman, Jeff Stone, uh, my YouTube channel, uh, 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 Jeff Stone, again, Jeff Stone for everything just about. Uh, <laughs> you know, it'll be out there. If you want me to send you a link, you can uh, send me an email. And I can put up my information right after this. And, uh, uh, and that's it. We try to connect folks with one another. And, uh, you know, again, we're all, we're all people trying to help one another. That's, that's the way it should be. All right. So uh, uh, what I will do is to put another uh, uh, share up here, which is me. Okay, there I go. And, uh, you know, again, I got involved as a senior real estate specialist. I mean, I'm a licensed real estate salesperson, but because of what my mom went through, much like what Donna's mom went through, and uh, we want to uh, provide guidance uh, uh, for folks over a certain age, you know, help them navigate this senior maze that uh, we find ourselves in. And I'm beginning to find that out more and more. I'm glad I'm meeting a lot of people that I didn't even know were out there. So it's been really good for me. And, you know, again, I, I took this to heart. I, I, you know, I mean it. I co-hosted a radio show for three years uh, uh, called The Senior Moment. It was a, a big Long Island uh, station, a radio station. Uh, and uh, we, we spoke just like we are right now. We had specialists on, uh, we interviewed on the radio, you know, whether it was a senior move manager like Barbara Feldman, uh, a, uh, an organizer like a uh, Donna Farino. Uh, we even, you know, 
we had uh, uh, developers. We had a lot of different people on as it relates to real estate. So the thing is, is that this is like that radio show. And I know there's, there's a lot of people that, that do uh, listen, that want this information, don't know where to find it. And, you know, that's part of what I'm doing here. So uh, uh, with that said, uh, if no one else has anything to uh, add, uh, we could uh, decide to end it here. Uh, again, I'm going to put up everybody's contact information again. Jeff, I want to thank you for all of your energy yes, me too. and all of the, um, the motivation that you, you have to do this. And um, thank you for having me a part of it. Well, of course, you know, I'm having a blast. Thank you, everyone here uh, for coming out, uh, for the attendees, for our guests. Uh, the next discussion is going to be about two weeks from now. And let me tell you something. Now that we have all our stuff together, either sold or not sold or we're going to take some of it uh, uh with uh, like uh, uh malloy brothers or what have you where are we going with all our stuff where are we going to end up are we going to end up in the same town just uh, <laughs> instead of aging in place aging within town okay or we're relocating maybe to the next county over suffolk all right some people are doing that some people are moving in with their kids some people are going down south some people are going internationally. I'm a certified international property specialist as well. I'm a resort and second property specialist. So the thing is, is though I have colleagues spread out all over the place that are seniors real estate specialists. And I have this family of specialists that help you find the right place. If you're going down there, I give you some, some ideas based on what you're looking for. Contact somebody that's in that city, which I've done. Uh, and uh, they welcome them at the airport or at their hotel, and they, they show them around, you know. You know so we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about as, uh, assisted living communities, uh, uh, good things about them, uh, and uh, why they're good for those who need them. Uh, we're going to talk about 55 and over active adult communities. Uh, but again, uh, relocation, a big thing. And we're also going to put in there a little bit something of, COVID-19, how you do all this during COVID-19. And uh, you'd be surprised the results. People are active. That That's not going to end. I mean, real estate is jumping right now. People want to move on with their lives, but you can do it safely. All right. And that's the whole thing. If you have professionals that practice safety and health guidelines that are set forth by New York State or by the federal government, everything's going to be okay. All right. So that's the main thing. Um, I think there's one more chat, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, okay, let me see. Uh, this is from Kevin to everyone, but specifically to Helen. Just to get Helen, an answer to your um, question, huh? Uh, Helen was asking what happens, uh, or how is damage to paint jobs walls yep. reimbursed? Um, and you know, just to give a quick answer, we do whatever the customer prefers. Um, and, you know, just in regards to damage, it happens. Um, it's not a perfect world, um, but we go about it, whatever they prefer. And that could be either repairing it ourselves, if it's a small nick, um, and properly, uh, you know, applying any plaster or sanding and, you know, the proper paint, or using uh, an outside contractor that we work with, or a preferred outside contractor that they work with. Um, so it's really however the customer wants to go about it. Because at the end of the day, that, that's our mistake, and we want to make sure it gets fixed properly. I, I think that's a fair uh, uh, re proposal, for sure. Mm -hmm. um, if there's no one else that has something to add. I just uh, want to say thank you, Jeff, also. Uh, yeah. for your, I want to thank you, Jeff, for your commitment to educate others and to provide an insight on what we do. Uh, mm -hmm. And I also want to thank my teammates, John Gluggers and Malloy Brothers, Yep. Uh, we are patient handholders together. We are tenacious problem solvers, and we are all three high-energy professionals who love what we do and love providing the services. Well said. Well, Thank you. Yes. All right. Thank you, Thank you all to our attendees and to our guest Thank speakers. You. And next time out, it's going to be awesome. That's going to be uh, a big deal. All right. And I'm going to be involved myself on it because of my experience. Uh, and helping folks to relocate to wherever it is, whether it's locally, 
nationally or internationally. All right. So, How about to outer space? <laughs> well, you know something. They, you know, they just sent up that mission to check out uh, yes, ancient yes. life on Mars. So who knows? Maybe my family yeah, came from there. Musk, we'll, send you, we'll send you to the moon. So, listen, okay, I'm Alice. game. I'll go. All right, <laughs> All right guys. Take care, everybody. Bye now. Take care, everyone. Bye bye.